Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chicken Salad Boys, the world's greatest podcast purely based on our love of chicken salad. My name is Tiernan, and with me, as always, I have... My name. And... Luke! All right, my name, good to see you, Luke, good to see you, too. Good to be here. It's great to be here. It is. I see on the recording program, uh, you've got your name as Cuke Luke up on there. I didn't do that. Got your own separate channel. My boy just did that. I appreciate it. And just, you know, it's your maiden name, right? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Maiden name, maiden voyage. Um, So today's episode comes in the middle of summer. It's hot outside and the living is easy. But uh, I don't know if that's I don't know. true. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot outside and the living is kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. I um, It is really warm. And I. Yeah. it's not like shitty. I'm used to it. I've lived right. in Texas my entire life. So like I'm used to this sweltering heat summers. But um, yeah, it, I'm used to it. It doesn't make it enjoyable. And Josh just doesn't leave his house. Yeah. So, Done. but he's also a uh, frail man who barely eats, and that's why he's still wearing a flannel shirt, even <laughs> though it's ninety-eight degrees outside. But it's not inside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, AC. You know, if uh, with despite the heat, J- Josh. What? This is one. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, but what? Josh is one of the few summer beanie guys. Summer beanie, summer he's, flannel. He's rocking the beanie Wait, even in summer. Not hat. right now. Not right now. You know you will. You've got. That's more of a. It's it's conductor's right hat over here, yeah, or something. I don't know what you would call. it. I know it. I've had a lot of discussions about what kind of hat this is lately. Nobody really knows no for does. sure. It, oh, did you call it a train conductor's hat? Yeah, train it's conductor. It's just not quite as big. A, a train seems... conductor who plays bass in a funk band on the weekends. Right. Yeah. Which is a <laughs> a good metaphor for what I don't do, but wish I would. A train conductor who is also a member of the Buena Vista Social Club. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard, boys. Uh, so how was the Monterey Pop Festival? <laughs> I'm just going to make I'm going to make uh, allusions to as many 70s music documentaries as I can. There you go. Um, so give me shelter and uh, and let's go on the last waltz. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's one thing I want to tell you guys about the summer that I like something to cool down. It's melon season, baby. You look like a melon ball and son of a bitch. I have gotten so into melons this year since it got hot out. I mean, I've always been a melon fan, but this year more than ever, every time I go to the grocery store, I'm picking up at least one melon just for me. My wife doesn't eat melons, but I sure do. <laughs> What's your go-to melon? I mean, in the summer, you know, you can't beat a good watermelon. No, right? you can't. It's, am I wrong? No. It's great. Josh, I'm a, I, melon I, opinions? M- Melon positive over here. Melon positive. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tested positive for melon mania. Yeah, man. I got a real melanoma going <laughs> over here because I eat so many melons. Uh, yeah. Are you buying a lot of melons? I have a cantaloupe sitting on my countertop wow. right a now. A great melon choice. Great melon. Maybe I also, I'm a huge, huge fan of the watermelon. But I got to say, I, I think if I had to choose one, Cantaloupe, you can just, I don't know, you can just do a lot more with. It's a little more versatile. They're cheap. They are They're cheap. really cheap. Um, I, I just recently, um, like, had to remind myself how to pick a right one, the right, how to pick it's one. It's hard. Correctly. It's hard to tell. It's like a combination. One, up at the top, if it's, like, real soft to the, like, if you press in on the top mm-hmm. and it gives... 
that's a good sign. Like if it gives more, um, and then also uh, you want the middle, like the creases, to be kind of like look like raised a little bit. Yeah. And then of course you want a nice kind of hollow thump. The thump. It's the, all about that thump. It's all about that thump thump. Yeah. I spent this entire time trying to remember any other types of melon. Honeydew. Honeydew is a classic melon. Honeydew is great. It's the one that took me the longest to eat growing I, up because I always just, the green just put me off for some reason. I don't it know why. used to be my favorite melon, but I think it's the easiest to be a letdown melon. You can easily get a bad honeydew. It's, that's it's, either too mealy or too underripe and not n- sweet enough. It's, there's a real fine line. There's for a, a very for, fine for a honeydew. honeydew line. Um, what else? What are else are melons? Is there's, that papaya melon? No, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> no. That's got seeds. Or it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's its own thing. Okay. I wouldn't That's call fine. it a melon. Are there any other melons? Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of melons I've never had before. Like, there's a... I, I've recently been branching out with my melons and trying to try new ones. I had a Santa Claus melon recently. What the that fuck? That was delightful. <laughs> is that, it was great. Is, is it like, like red new and, age thing? I don't know, but it was delicious. And I also had a canary melon recently, which is also very good. Is it's he just going around eating yellow. birds? I'm yeah. going <laughs> and, and holiday figures. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got a little list here. There's a, there's also the horned melon, which I've I've never tried oh. a horned melon. Oh, you know, I know exactly. They, the inside kind of looks like seedy gack. It right. sounds metal as fuck. Yeah, they look super cool. I mean, oh uh, whoa, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like what the guy Piccolo in Dragon Ball Z would fly around in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we used to. I remember the first time I saw one of those is when I worked at Whole Foods for a while. Somebody came sure. through, and like some of them are like. Big, huge, yeah. Like and like somebody like plopped this giant thing down. The I remember being like, you know, like the the worst thing when you're working in grocery stores and you're at the register is like some bullshit piece of like produce that you don't have like the code memorized you have no for. Idea what it is. Or you gotta like look it up. <laughs> and then like and of course at, at Whole Foods there's just like so the, many Yeah, I mean they're just ridiculous pieces just of produce. Rare pieces of fruit yeah. flown in from Ecuador. Right. That like one guy that comes in like without shoes on <laughs> and no shirt and he's just got like some yoga like loose yoga pants kind of like hanging low so you can see that like weird V above his crotch, you know, if you're like really in shape, mm-hmm. which or Bill Pullman, he's a fruit fanatic. Is he really? Yeah, he made a whole documentary about how much he loves rare fruits. Dude, I <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you serious? Bill Pullman the fruit head. Oh my god. Totally serious. Hey, do we need another reason to love Bill Pullman? Right? Yeah. I don't think so, but we just got one. Yeah. Um, but Still- but yeah, like and you, and but I that was the first time I experienced that and I just remember like even after like this person left with it for like days, I was just like, "How do you even eat that?" <laughs> you know, yeah, constantly just like, "Where do you There's start?" There's some fruits that are very difficult to figure out how to eat. Another like the the star fruits are another one that is just like, "How is like the first time you experience a star fruit? It's like how how <laughs> how do I eat this?" <laughs> you're so you're like so happy you live in an age where you can just pull your phone out and Google like yeah. how do you just like, how do you eat this you melon star, yeah how do you eat a star fruit which is maybe the dumbest find, thing to yeah, ever right but you know what I bet you if you did you'd find eight articles minimum on how to cut uh, yeah. it perfectly it, and everything like, like the exact way eight best ways to cut up your melon you know like, yeah um there's also I recently also tried a Crenshaw melon is another recent one. <laughs> Does that one come it's, with like a with it's like a, a lock? It's a like lot a, like a, a a cantaloupe, but it's got like a pointy edge and it's a little there's a little less meat. 
It's an edgy cantaloupe. They, they kind of cut it like a little Pac-Man. Yeah, they did in that photo. It's a, that... it's a cantaloupe with like a chain wallet and a yeah. tattoo. Yeah. It's an edgy cantaloupe. It's also kind of sensual looking. There's also this melon I've never heard of or seen called the Gak, uh, which is just like this horny little horny little thing with some red insides. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think you just described most men on earth. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of crazy melons. This bitter melon looks like a fucked up cucumber slash jalapeno hybrid with zits. Yeah. This, it's kind of like we, a molded. Are we officially transitioning into the, uh, the melon, melon boys? boys? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. The man. melon, we'll just call us, it's the melon men. Yeah, there's the Melon Men would be a the good melon, show. The Melon Men, yeah. I could totally do that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what our theme song would sound like for the Melon Men. We're gonna find out. <laughs> Hello, you. Winter melon, Sprite melon, Korean melon, Canary melon, Sharon Tay melon, Balian melon. Sharon Tate melon? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that. I was also going to say, why does it have to be a Korean melon? Can't it just be a melon? Jesus. The only one that is is, uh, named after a country. So far. What is the American melon? Hammy melon. Here's the Santa Claus melon I was telling you about. Kind of looks like a, a... a watermelon. shriveled up watermelon, yeah, but with it, cantaloupe it insides. No, it's like a pickled watermelon. Yeah, <laughs> it does look like a pickled watermelon. Whoa, have you ever had pickle wa- pick, pickle watermelon rind? No, that is great. Where do you get that? Fancy places that have it. <laughs> I honestly can't remember where I've had it before, I, well, but well, I know well, I've had it. For someone who we have obviously documented, takes seven to eight trips um, a year to different uh, palatial states. I, I can understand why you can't remember where you where you had such a delicious treat. I it's really good. I feel like I've just had it homemade before, like someone who pickles a lot. Well, that's less impressive. I can't remember where I've gotten it, but it's it's really good. If you can ever come across a pickled watermelon rind, say someplace sexy, Lisbon, Lisbon. Thanks. Is that where the torts are from? Lisbon torts? Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm making that. I've up. never that's been a there. A tort. It's like, like a, a like tart, a... but. Tortier, but like a retort, yeah. retart, tort. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about it's, this. It's a, it's a tart, but it's taut, so it's like a tort. tort. Yeah, I don't know. How to I'm do more it. confused. So if you if you <laughs> so give me a t- if you give me a tort and I then give it to Josh, is that a retort? Yeah, something like that. There we go. We figured it out. Nice. I, now I got to find out exactly what a tort is, or I'm gonna go nuts. <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> we can't have that on the Melon Men podcast. A tort is a, a a sweet cake or tart. 
Great definition. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Miriam Webster. <laughs> a rich, usually multi-layered cake that is filled with whipped cream, buttercream, mousses, jams, or fruits. Ordinarily, the cooled tort is glazed and garnished. Torts are commonly baked in a springform pan. There you go. Spring? What is that? Springform pan? Springform pan is the pan that, like, the bottom gives out so you can just, like, put it on a display case. Oh, my God, Tiernan. I am so happy you knew that <laughs> without even having to get Like, you knew that so quickly. Now, because that uh, definition was boring, um, I looked up the definition for tort on Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay. And uh, here's what we got. Noun, from the French word for wrong. It is an act or omission that, while usually not criminal, hurts someone else physically, financially, or otherwise. And that's a boring... I'm not skipping past that. Let's find one where it turns into something sexual. Ooh, tort. A pure crackhead. Junkie, etc. This person loves nothing more than getting so fucked up that he cannot even think. Example, Christian. Peter, you tort. Peter, give me a blast. Christian, you fucking tort. Aww. Okay, well, this speaking of uh, speaking of crack cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Perfect segue, actually, to the next thing I wanted to talk about. Next subject on the docket, as far as Urban Dictionary goes. I don't know if you're aware of this, but our podcast may have gathered listeners for a completely different meaning that we were unaware of. No, because in the Urban Dictionary, Salad Boy. Has a whole oh, yeah, of different meaning. It does. <laughs> That's why we're the chicken salad boys. But as salad boys, we are one of two things: either someone that brings sal- that often brings salad to work in a plastic lunchbox. The salads oh, can be pleasant. any sort of Thanks. regular salad, like turkey salad, for example. Yuck. Uh, and they can be dressed in any, any condiments, such as mayonnaise and mustard, mixed together. <laughs> Definition two: Salad boy, a prison bitch. Someone <laughs> and done. Someone that is made to eat another inmate's asshole on a regular basis, i.e., toss his salad. I see. I knew that one. Yeah, I think that was the one we all kind of expected. I mean, once you hear, you think salad boy. Yeah. But now I like the really positive guy who just brings a salad to work. Yeah, all he's the time. real healthy. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's Thanks. The... And I'm gonna start saying that like like a coworker will come with a salad. But oh, salad boy. Salad boy's here. Yeah, you, you walk in uh, to work and you're doing it, and somebody's like, what you got in your hand? And you're just like, nothing, just a salad boy for the day. Salad and, boy here. And then I eat their butt out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. what's your, what, you, <laughs> I was going to say, with a nice blue cheese dressing. What's your go-to salad uh, uh, dressing, guys? Oh, Greek. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of French. I've heard of Caesar. I have not heard of Greek. It's delicious. Uh, I would go with Italian. Italian. Italian dressing. I I always or, get, I mean balsamic I is really say, what I eat the most. Balsamic's what I eat the most if uh there was no health consequences. Sure. It'd be Caesar all day. Yeah. But I do like Italian. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of us that no one said ranch. Good job, Fuck everybody. Ranch. Nah, fucking ranch is awful. I'll pat ourselves on the back. Devil right there. semen. Ugh. <laughs> And I can think of no better segue than to bring us into this week's restaurant, IHOB. 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 The devil's anus. That's right, baby. They turned that P into a lowercase b. Yep, they did. And we didn't go there for chicken salad. So surprise, surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this started, uh, from my point of view... 
I had read a bunch of stuff on the internet about this huge upcoming shockwave that I shaking the nation. American institution was about to drop on everybody nationwide. And you guys came to visit me at work. We were talking about things we should do for the show. And I looked at y'all and I went, IHOP. And Tiernan looked back at me like I was a crazy dumb person. (laughs) But I saw a little twinkle over in Jesh's eyes because he knew exactly what I was talking about, which is this massive rebranding of the International House of Pancakes. Burgers. But it's like, it's (laughs) temporary though, right? Isn't it only supposed to be? Yeah, it's just a publicity stunt. They said it's like, like three months or so to roll out this new burger menu. Um, and then nothing else changes. Yeah, I was supremely like, like let down that they didn't like redo every sign and every I was gonna window. Say, could you imagine what? What do you think it would cost to redo every <laughs> IHOP sign? I think there's two thousand three hundred something restaurants. Which okay, so this is my thought initially. I was like, wow, are they really doing a rebranding thing here? Maybe IHOP is doing terribly, and this is like a quick, drastic move to just get a spike in business. And then we showed up and that place was banging. I I have been to an IHOP maybe one other time in my life and didn't like it. And <laughs> so and when I went, I don't remember there it being crowded. This we I shit you not, dear listener, we waited 45 minutes. Actually, for I a- waited 45 <laughs> minutes. You guys were 40 minutes well, we late. Well, wait, we waited in traffic. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I waited for at least 15 minutes for Tierney to pick me yeah. up for free. And then we waited in traffic for a while. And then and we, we got there. And you and guys you, have been waiting this whole... You yeah, been waiting I was there from 11. Time, Josh. And then it ended up being like, by the time we left to come back, it was a two-hour ordeal. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we, we were in traffic the whole time. And Tiernan was like, the moment he like showed up my place, like I just moved, and I thought like maybe he's gonna come in, and I could show him around. And he like I was on the doorstep, going like basically just like, why did you make me get out of the car? We have to go. They're <laughs> waiting on us now. And then the whole way there, like every little like traffic obstruction that's not normal, he's just like, oh, he's like sighing to himself, and I'm just like, God, you you know these are your like best friends, right? I don't think they're gonna be that mad. And then we pull into the parking lot. And we pull into the parking lot. And so you pull in and like when you're pulling in, like you're very close to the entrance and it's like classic like double glass doors. And but every, the parking lot, there's not a, a human in the parking lot, although the parking lot is completely full. Yeah. And there's there's nothing that you can't really see into the restaurant, but standing in the two in the entryway, this little small bo- like box. Um, right pressed up against the double glass doors is Jesh giving us double m- middle fingers <laughs> and just just looking extremely irritated. So when I had got to your place to pick you up, Luke, that's when they had texted me saying, so we also were joined this week by uh, our friends Charlie and Kelly, Charlie being one of the leading members in Powerhawk. Powerhawk! The band who graciously made our theme music for us. Um, now... When I picked you up, I had gotten a text from them saying that they were getting a table. So that's why I was so freaked out. I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to be done eating. They can't stall there that long, probably, unless it's super empty. And by the time we got there, like 20-something minutes later, they had still been waiting in line. So you, yeah. you had waited for 45 minutes and then we to then get bu- a table. And at then waited I- at least another like, it, 15, 20 minutes when you guys got there. 11 a.m.? Which yeah. is probably but, prime time for an IHOP, but, but like in the middle of the but week. But it was like day. a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Now they are located in the middle of like three several hotels. Like hotels. So yeah. I'm sure they get a ton of business from that. 
but but it was nuts. Like yeah. I don't like I've gone to like really great local establishments that are known for getting long waits, like something like a a ramen tatsuya or in another diner perspective kirby lane cafe or magdolia cafe here local favorites in austin that are diners and i don't think i've ever waited 45 minutes for either of those great restaurants no i've waited in line for them for maybe 15 to 30 minutes tops 45 is excessive for any restaurant unless we're going to Aaron Franklin's new, like, his house. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, Tiernan, you didn't wait 45 minutes. No. Uh, You waited about 11. No, we waited probably, we were there for probably 15 to 20 of those 45 minutes. But it was still just like that, the idea of waiting 45 minutes to get, like. For IHOP. For IHOP. Yeah. Or IHOP. To get, like. IHOP. The most paint-by-numbers pancakes in the known universe. Exactly. I mean, okay kind of go back to our initial perspectives on IHOP. Well, well I, yeah, I was going to say, I have, a, I have a, a quick anecdote that will perfectly sum it up. Go we'll for it. elaborate for sure. But we're all still, so once me and you get there, you, me, and Jesh mm. are standing in the little glass box with Charlie of Powerhawk fame. And uh, Kelly's waiting out Kelly, front. Kelly's, yeah, Kelly's waiting in the restaurant for us to get a table, which God bless you, Kelly. But uh, we're sitting in there, and Charlie says something about IHOP, and I just sort of like mumbled to myself, like, yeah, I'm more of a Denny's guy. And then in perfect unison, you both go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the exact same moment. And exactly. I, which I immediately got really excited about because I was just like, oh, this is great. Like, none of us are like, have any, I mean, like, I'm with you. Zero like, interest. This might be the, I'm 33. This might be the third time i've been in an ihop in my whole life yeah every other time i've been in a place like that it's denny's or like a you know, waffle house sure um but so yeah i mean historically like obviously i'm not in love with it <laughs> yeah um and i i don't really have like a negative feeling to it it's just like especially in houston most it's kind of i feel like it might be that, like it's not like that really here but i feel like in houston if there's one of those places there's another there's the other one like within a block within like a block or something yeah and I just, I just at some point realized I like Denny's more, and so I always went there. So I just like, I don't really have anything like overtly negative to say going into this, but I mm-hmm. definitely don't have anything positive. It's just like I'm neutral on IHOP. Yeah, I I think that I generally, generally speaking, when it comes to diners, I love diners. I love diner food. I love going. The, the whole diner experience is great, especially growing up in the East Coast. There's so many great local diners that are run by families have been running for generations and that i spent a lot of growing up like going late at night to those diners that are like classic local diners i don't have a ton of experience with chain diners except for like occasionally when i'd be on road trips with my parents or something denny's would be like a go-to for a quick easy breakfast near a hotel or like both both my parents and i had a had a weird period where we all were obsessed with Denny's chili cheese fries. And so we would go to Denny's just to get a chili cheese fries fix every now and then on the road. But I have zero tolerance for the idea of going to IHOP since the one time I went there, I went and got like blueberry or some type of fruit pancake. And most places you get a fruit pancake, whatever type of fruit added, it's put in the pancake. And then they make pancakes and you put maple syrup. At IHOP... It was grossly disappointing because I went and ordered whatever type of fruit pancake it was, and it was just plain pancakes with fruit, like, goo, compote, garbage, s- simple syrup on top. That sounds awful. And I and whipped cream, and I was just like, 
screw this. This is not a blueberry pancake or whatever I was ordering. This is terrible. This is not how it should be. So I've never gone back since. Josh, what's your take? Uh, I, I was a Denny's over IHOP guy, too. When I was in the state of Maine, there was only, like, two restaurants that were open after midnight or since. So I, being in movie theaters, we would get out of work at one or two. So we would either go to Portsmouth, which was 40 minutes away, or Portland, which was 40 minutes away. And they were one which was a Denny's and one of which was, like, a local thing. So we would kind of, like, sometimes as a celebration of someone, like, you know, is leaving, stopped working or whatever, or we had a crazy week, we'd all go to Denny's together or this other one. So little to no IHOP experience. Hey, guys, Bob's leaving. So as soon as he clocks out tonight and gets in his car, we're all driving 40 minutes to fucking Denny's. <laughs> I, I can 100% relate to that experience on special occasion type things. We had the same thing where, yeah. like, where I grew up, tiny town, middle of nowhere, Connecticut, if we wanted to get Taco Bell, which we loved to get Taco Bell late at night, it was a 40-minute drive. Yeah, and we'd yeah. be like, all right, guys, load up the car with gas, bring some extra water, make sure you have the emergency <laughs> kit. We're going on a road trip to get Taco <laughs> Bell. Fuck, that's romantic, dude. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even kidding, because, like, I, I again, like, I, I'm from Houston. It's, yeah. like, the third biggest city in right. America. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, any of that, uh, like, my growing up, I was never more than four minutes from my Taco Bell. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, and this, there, there was definitely, for like, any we, chain with where I grew well, up. Yeah. The, the closest chain of anything was, like, a minimum 30-minute yeah. drive. Yeah, we actually had, like, a... Like a town rule that there couldn't be more than one like there was one chain allowed and nothing else our town didn't allow it at all yeah we had yeah, one mcdonald's yeah, I mean, but that mcdonald's had been there since like mcdonald's started sure sure yeah there's definitely like more there's still to this day there's close to my house in or my, my my father's house in houston like like cooler like mom and pop diners that are the shit right but denny's is where i would actually go because my grandpa fucking love denny's mm -hmm. and so like a lot of times like probably like every other week on like sunday morning He'd always come, like, knock on my door. And he'd be like, you want to go to Denny's? And I'd be like, fuck yeah. And we'd go do that. But, but man, the idea that you would drive 40, like, that is just, yeah. like, I would love to have lived in a world where I was so excited to eat Taco Bell that I, like, piled people into a car <laughs> and drove an hour and a half total well, most like, anything within the six surrounding towns of where I grew up, which we all like six towns, seven towns, all went to the same high school. Like there were no restaurants that were open past like eight or nine p.m. So like if you wanted to go to something after 10 p.m., there was a couple bars, but you had to be of age to go to those places that were open late. So if we were getting late night food, we would either go all the way out to Taco Bell because that was guaranteed open late and none of us liked McDonald's, which was also the other open late chain, or we would go to the diner, which was a local diner called the Twin Colony, as we nicknamed Twinco, and we would go to Twinco, and that was about a 45-minute drive to do that. <laughs> the local diner, 45 <laughs> minutes away. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Yeah, we I'm had spoiled. like a diner in our town, but the diner closed oh, at like yeah. 8. You're right. Yeah. I will have to say, this is a really positive ringing endorsement for Denny's so far. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There's but, one experience in this IHOP that I wanted to bring up real quick. Yeah. So, like, we're not, none of us are, were positive going into it, but none of us were that negative going into it like I was with Einstein's. Like, Me like, too. Yeah. I was so... Uh, just, like, fine, this is going to be gross and just average. And then when I was stuck in there waiting in that little hot small box because it's not enough to, space to wait in the restaurant side... Well, it was just me and Charlie there, and then this elderly couple came in, and it was like they were in. He said he said his age, and I'm pretty sure he was like 65 to 70 somewhere in there, and he was wearing like 
a tank top t-shirt of a Pokemon symbol, shorts, and then sandals that then with like the grossest feet. And he just mm. sat in that hot room with us, completely like down, nearly like kind of squatting, almost pooping, kind of like level on the thing. Sure. And playing Pokemon Go, and then just talking to us about Pokemon the whole time, <laughs> so uncomfortably. <laughs> That's excellent. So I'm stuck in this hot little room with this old guy being like, I got a squirtle. I go on the raids all the time. And then I'm just like starving and I'm, I'm, I'm starving to go then eat gross food. It was. Yeah. That was food. The ex- that's the beginning of our experience. None. I, I don't think any of us were really looking forward to the food experience because my other thought was just like knowing what IHOP was. I was just like, you know, my head before we go in, I'm like. We're basically, I know we're going to get Burger King quality burgers for sit-down restaurant prices plus tip. Mm -hmm. And we had to wait. And that was my thought Ah. going in. I was like, we're going to pay $10 to $12 probably for a burger and fries, and it's going to be just like any other fast food, but we're paying more because it's a sit-down restaurant, and we'll have to leave a tip on top of that. Oh, my God. See, I I was like pretty pretty excited about this ride man <laughs> taking this grab taking you know take the you know uh get the ticket take the ride man All like, right. i was because mostly because honestly like I, I think i've talked about this probably before but like if there was no like health or financial concerns like i would eat a hamburger three times a day every single day for the rest of my life um and i have you know in like pulp fiction when uh right before samuel jackson kills those dudes he's like my girlfriend's a vegetarian, so that pretty much makes me a vegetarian, too. Right. Uh, well, my girlfriend's a vegan, and that pretty much makes me a vegan, too. And so, uh, you know, try to align that with a guy who wants to eat a hamburger three times a day for the rest <laughs> of his life. Um, so I was just sitting there going, like, you know, and, like, I've been, like, trying to eat really well lately, especially. And so, but, like, this is a perfect just, like, oh, baby, we're doing IHOP on the show this week. And she has no recourse to be, like... That's disgusting. Why are you eating that way? Or it's like it's the the best defense in the world, which is just it's for the show. I'm doing it for the show. This is for comedy. God, this is what I love to do. And informing our listeners, right? You know, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help the you you people of the world. You know, I'm eating this so you don't have to. Um, for the benefit so, of listening. And so I was just like, how bad? I mean, like, and again, with that mindset about hamburgers, there's not a ton of hamburgers I've had in the world where I'm just like. I mean, there's definitely some where I'm just like, I would never eat that again. But even those, I'm like, well, it's pretty good. Well, this might fall in that I would never eat that again category. From <laughs> Coming in hot. All right. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about the burgers. The burgers. Let's get into the menu. This new fancy burger IHOB menu. Yeah, um, here's my perspective. You assholes chose the two I would have picked if I had and then told me I had to get something different. No, yep. I gave you the option. Josh immediately right off the bat took the one we all oh, probably yeah. wanted. So Josh just immediately, I was like, Josh, you're the pickiest. Which one do you want to eat? Which is ridiculous because he never eats more than three bites. <laughs> um, like, uh, say we're, catering, also... we're catering to the guy who's not going to eat it. He's going to put it in a box, bring it home, put it in his fridge and not eat that either. Who will also 
just completely way, take it apart before. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking yeah, well, he's gonna deconstruct it. Deconstruct like a <laughs> That's for science purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so that burger that Josh had that we all wanted was the cowboy barbecue, and I wanted it because it's. I mean, it's just a great combo. Like, it's a classic combo. It's just it's two crispy onion rings, custom cured hickory smoked bacon, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, and tangy barbecue sauce. It's basically like the burger I fell in love with at Carl's Jr. when I was a kid that like when I went out west and had Carl's Jr. for the first time. That double western bacon cheeseburger just yeah. like had me at hello. Everybody does this burger. This yeah, is like you might hear it be called putting, the western burger, the rodeo cheeseburger. Yeah, the putting bacon, barbecue, cheese, blah, blah, blah. barbecue sauce, and, and onion, onion rings. rings on a burger is always a winning combo. So it was the, you know, it's such a plain obvious choice so I went with the plain obvious choice so in mean, character. It, I get, it is plain obvious choice from a burger perspective. From your perspective it's a little more adventurous I, I was waiting for you to just be like bread meat nothing give it to me like, <laughs> no sauce no cheese <laughs> so josh went with that and then uh i went with the big brunch which i but this is what i said i gave you the option i said luke what do you want i'll get whatever you're not getting you made your choice i know so uh, i went I like with, it better though and you know, are teaming up against me <laughs> i went with the big brunch which uh, is another kind of typical sort of burger you see at, like, crazy burger places. It was hickory-smoked bacon, fried egg, crispy brown potato, American and signature IHOP sauce. So I had that IHOP sauce. That's, that's, I'm going to be honest with you, that is why I did not choose that. Because the IHOP sauce? Because, one, I didn't want to ask what that was for a number of reasons, mostly because they probably, the fucking guy working there probably didn't even know. He's like, it's <laughs> IHOP sauce, man. You're the fucking shit. Um, but, uh... But I, I was just like, I don't want that. So my main thing was I didn't, I was like, okay, the one thing that's kind of a little you see less is that they put hash browns on it. Yeah, like, that sounded good to you me. You get a lot of breakfast burgers, you know, quote unquote, that have a fried egg and bacon on it. And that's like a breakfasty burger, whatever, something you get at a brunch on a decadent place on a weekend. But the fact that they had hash browns on it had me a little bit more intrigued. Um, yeah, because who, who doesn't like, you know, having a bite of your burger and eating some fries at the same time? I mean, like, sure. potato and burger is it, a great combo, it, obviously. Texture-wise, doesn't work great. I think, overall, the texture, the flavor of this burger was fine. It was a little over salty, but it was like, the texture was, the, having the potato in there was just like too much weird texture. It's like a weird mush on. patty. Yeah, it's like a crispy mush mushiness, like, with the crisp of the bacon plus the like goo of the egg. It was like a lot of textures in one. It's amazing, you know, because I, I remember having a conversation with you at a hop daddy once and like we both adhere to the to the like point of view of like the only thing that can make a hamburger better is putting a fucking fried egg on top. Yeah. Or yeah. just for me in general, like putting more crazy stuff on a burger. I like that usually. Yeah. Okay. But I just didn't think the hash browns worked great. They were fine. It was just like I think it helped make it so overly salty with already a bunch of salty elements. And uh, that IHOP signature sauce that you were so worried about is the signature sauce from any burger place. Ketchup it's mayo mixed? Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the ketchup mayo mix or like South, Thousand Island sort of, you know, like a Big Mac sauce or, or, or In-N-Out sauce or any of those signature signature burger sauces yeah, that, that at, literally at, every burger place has. Right, like I think it isn't, Okay, yeah, it's special sauce at McDonald's. Yeah. At at uh, at uh, In and Out, it's spread. Yeah, it's called spread. Right. <laughs> it's, it, this was the exact when same thing. When is somebody thing? just gonna be like, "It's fucking Thousand Island, bro"? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why do we have to come? It's like, also, but why does it have so many names? Because other, there, you can also, it's also called Russian dressing too. No, Russian Isn't is that like, the same thing. Oh, no, that's French. I don't know. French is like the same French thing that, too. No, French is that like red? It's like red. 
It's like almost like Arby's sauce. It's or so similar though. They're all so similar. They're basically ketchup and mayo when, when with like pick, chopped up pickles added in. When did somebody decide they needed to rebrand fucking Thousand Island? <laughs> you know, like what's the problem? Like what are you trying to get away from? Right. You know, like 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 um, what is it like? Uh, reindeer. Yeah. You know, reindeer are caribou. But right. like at a certain point, somebody was like, "We need to make this a little more fantastic right. for our readers." Like all, or all the different types yeah. of cougars, pumas, mountain lions—they're right. all the <laughs> like, same fucking thing. Like at least they're like they're trying to get away from something. They're like, "We don't. We want you to think it's like some magical creature, you know, reindeer. not something that you, yeah." Right, but you know, but like, but Thousand Island. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with Thousand Island? I don't know, but I'll also, tell you one what thing the for fuck sure. Does that mean Thousand, Thousand Island? Island? It must have probably been created. Like up in that like Minnesota like Great Lakes area where there's like all ton thou- they call it like the land of a thousand lakes or lands of a thousand islands or whatever. Oh, that's that's probably what I like, that's what I would shit. guess. You are fucking pulling answers <laughs> out of that brain today. Man. I know my trivia. I know my <laughs> random trivia. Uh, and that might not be the reason why Thousand Island is named that way. I'm just that's my my best maybe guess. thousand educated maybe thousand guess. island is like trademarked by somebody. And so that's why they come up with these other names. That's the only other sure, thing. That, you know. that could be possible. If someone knows, they could email us or Twitter us yeah. or Instagram us these answers. That chicken cool. salad I'll, boys. I'll pod. look them up and email you later tonight. <laughs> 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 um, so, Luke, you went for the patty, patty melt. melt. Sorry. Yeah. I love patty melts. I've always loved patty melts. When, the, uh, when I, I didn't want to fight you for the brunch burger, and then I saw that. I mean, like, I, I, I often will choose a patty melt if I see it somewhere. Because, God damn, man, who's... Hey, do you like grilled cheeses? Do you like burgers? How about if they fucked and we add a bunch of grilled onions to it and you put it in your mouth? I'd be like, that is exactly what I want And that's life. exactly what you had. The yeah. description here is a great American burger tradition. Sautéed onions and American served on grilled marbled rye. After they yeah. fucked. Traditionally, <laughs> patty melts are served With on... With fuck on, sauce uh, on top. Fuck sauce. <laughs> fuck sauce. Um... Yeah, traditionally, patty melts are usually always served on rye. Um, I personally always like it when somebody throws the option of Texas toast out there. Because I always take that. I like rye, but I like Texas toast more. But, um, but uh, yeah, I had that. I'll be honest with you, man. I thought it was good. I uh, I also did. I, so all these burgers came with uh, a side yeah, of fries or, or whatever. That. You can yeah. get fries. You can get pancakes, whatever. I got fries. You could, you could, your choices were you could get... Fries, onion rings, seasonal mixed fruit, hash browns, buttermilk pancakes, soup, or a side salad. Yeah, so I got fries and I got two pancakes because I was just like, I don't know if I'm at fucking IHOP or IHOB or wherever the hell I am, but I'm going to get both of the things these people are telling me to get and and see what I feel. And I think I confused our waiter because you only wanted pancakes. Yeah, so this was my problem. <laughs> I Because I was already getting hash browns on my burger, I was like, well, I definitely don't want to get fries also then, so I'll opt for the side of the pancakes since we're in an IHOB, IHOP, whatever you want to call it. So I was like, I'll go with the pancakes. And yeah, somehow this confused the server, and he gave me both as well. So I, I got fries as well as pancakes. Which was too much. It, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely ate too much. But I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna go there anytime soon by myself, or uh, unless somebody I just love is like, "Hey, I'm going to IHOP. You want to meet me? Um, I'll go." But I thought my burger was pretty fucking good, man. It was. It was. I was. It was. They were fine. It was fine. I it just was like. Fine. I, it's exactly what I thought from the get go. I was like, "This is fast food quality burgers. Maybe like a half step above that." 
like fast, but like it was like still a step below like a, a fast casual place, like a, an Applebee's or something like that, which I don't prefer that either. But like it still, it didn't, it still seemed like less of a decent burger compared to like an Outback or a, another chain sit down place. But slightly, Where? it was just in between that and a Burger King McDonald's scenario. It was like just in between those two. Yeah, mine was like a flavorless, like the, the barbecue sauce was like the, most just not there sauce. Like like the onion really? rings were the only good part of that whole burger. Yeah, the onion rings looked okay. Yeah, man, I thought the fries really weren't good either. They they felt very art. They tasted very artificial to me, and mine were like yeah. kind of just mushy, chewy. Yeah, they they, they felt, weren't crispy like, at all. They felt like they tasted definitely like frozen, boring fries for sure. Yeah. And they they tasted like they had been injected with some type of fake flavory yeah. situation, or they're like made from a mush that they. Boom, like mash into shapes. I also forgot how much I hate Pepsi. Oh, you got a Pepsi. I got a Pepsi because you know I just I forget that places have Pepsi, and I forgot what Pepsi even tasted like. I got a Diet Pepsi. It yeah. was forgettable. I went for the never-ending cup of coffee because when in Rome, you know, when you're at a bad diner, get never-ending cup of coffee. And the coffee was actually like one of the better parts of the whole meal. All right. I love diner coffee, and like even cheap diners can pull it off. It's just like you know, pretty decent coffee, oh always God hot. Damn it, man! What a think about how hard it is to fuck up a cup of coffee. I mean, like, <laughs> I love how much like credit you're giving them. Like, well, I, I man, the way they put those beans, I genuinely in that think machine that and press start though there are fuck. it's true it's totally true though like if oh I, I think every good diner needs to like be able to merit themselves on like whether or not their cheap coffee is any good because like the thing is when you're considering these cheap places you're getting a never-ending cup of coffee for like a buck 50 or something as opposed to like i can go down the street and pay four dollars for some crazy expensive single origin bean hand harvested by some guy in in guatemala or whatever and they you know give me his name and everything and his address to send him a thank you note and it's five bucks for a cup of that coffee and it's like, and it's like the size of a thimble yeah and it's tiny and it's like marginally better sometimes or sometimes it can be great i've had some really great expensive cups of coffee but like to really master like a decent cup of coffee that is that crazy cheap that you can get poured all day that's a special thing. Man, you just you just made me so nostalgic. Like, when I first moved to Austin and I was 18, I would go to that Denny's at, like, Old Torf. I lived, like, right by it. <laughs> and me and my roommate would go in there at, like, 11 o'clock midnight, and we would sit there and drink coffee and smoke cigarettes <laughs> indoors. Remember when fucking you could do that shit? That's how old I am. And, like, we would, we would drink that coffee and, and smoke cigarettes and eat and bullshit and, like, write and do stuff like that for, like... To like three to four in the morning, and and we would and we would walk back to where we lived. But like, yeah, man, diner coffee is great. Cause I have this coffee in front of me right now, a tall iced coffee that I got from a business I won't that name was, right that around was the corner. Three seventy five minimum, right? Yeah, it was probably actually I think it was cheaper than that. I think I think it was only well no I think it was two ninety nine so three bucks. And he tipped it's a, a big, dollar, and I tipped a dollar probably so yeah. four dollars total. Probably iced coffee. This coffee's not as good as that coffee I had at IVOP. And somebody didn't constantly refill it for you. Yeah, and I'm only getting this one. And now it's no longer even cold. Did you tip less than a dollar? On my coffee? Yeah. No, I tipped a dollar. Okay. The machines nowadays don't even He said you. probably a dollar. To me, that was like, did you tip 70? Was it like 325? You tipped 75 cents to make it $4 even? You cheap bastard. 
<laughs> you gave me crap. Speaking of bad tips, you gave me crap for giving a less than amazing tip okay. at the IHOP. Right. Well, this this is all, which this is what this is the thing though is that you I didn't have realize it's this. this. You didn't realize it, and I don't even think you realize it now. This is something I have been doing to you for years. <laughs> every just trying th- to out tip me everywhere. Just, no, like, you always every, look no, at my no, tip sheet. No, every and just time outdo we, me. Every time we've eaten somewhere, I'll be like, "What are you tipping over there?" And you'll tell me, and then I'll immediately put a dollar more. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It's great. I usually like to tip really well. I didn't tip particular. I mean, granted, this you wasn't. You 20. You were five. I I'm tipped just a normal around. amount. I tipped actually probably more than I, I. The thing is, like, you know, with these people in the service industry and, like, at this place oh, especially. Oh, these people, Tiernan? <laughs> oh, these people? Tell me what you mean by that, Tiernan. I'm, I'm in the not... service industry, Tiernan. What kind I... of a person am I, Tiernan? No, I'm talking about. People who are working at like a lower end chain oh. in service are th- probably making really shitty amounts of money and waiting on people who probably don't tip very often. So it's always nice to like tip them normal more than you normally would because they're probably not making much and could use the extra tip. However, I didn't get great service. He never refilled the coffee pot. At IHOP, they give you just like a pot and you have it refilled so they don't have to come and refill each individual cup as much. He never refilled that, so I only got two cups of the coffee, which is fine, but would have been nice to have one more. Uh, We definitely had terrible service. He never, like, it took forever to get him around to bringing water, and he didn't, there was some other stuff he didn't bring, plus I had the snafu of getting fries and pancakes. Got too much food, didn't get charged for it. What a bummer. (laughs) Um, but uh, no, he did charge me for both. <laughs> no, he didn't, did he? I think so. There's not, no, he didn't. I looked there because there, it's uh, okay, maybe not. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't but uh, <laughs> well, but either way, right. there's okay, there's five people at the table, three of them are drinking coffee, and you don't check on the fucking coffee pot. Never ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous service. Yes, never no. got water refills or anything. I, like I, that I think I tipped the exact same as you. I, I don't remember, yeah, yeah, I didn't see, I, did. I wasn't peeking but over I did, at your but tip I did sheet. ask you because I like to, yeah, I like to do that. The other options that we didn't have were the the jalapeno kick burger, which had a bunch of jalapenos and pepper jack cheese on it, and none of us wanted to get that much heartburn. Um, the mushroom and switch, which I feel like would have been a real misstep at, at an IHOP. Uh, and just a classic, and then a classic with bacon, and then the mega monster, which our friend Charlie Cox of Powerhawk had this to say about. This is Mind Command to Powerhawk. That's Mind Command to Powerhawk. You are officially in radio silence for the duration of your operation. Enjoy your walkabout and good luck, Commander. I snuck aboard the ship. The Scientologist ship I snuck aboard it. Sneaking through the... Sticking through the ductwork and the drainage system. Snuck aboard for reconnaissance to find out what they're up to. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And by God, I'll find it, too. I just need to find the command module to figure out exactly what it is that the Scientologists are planning next. I'll report back to the boys at the HMS floater. And we in Powerhawk will... will destroy these Scientologists. I'm sneaking through the ductwork, still looking for the command module. I haven't found it. I stumbled across an international house of burgers. Uh, which I assume only exists in space. There's no way the International House of Pancakes would just change their name. And I, I've, uh, I ate some food there. I'll, I'll talk about it in a second. It looks like I've stumbled across 
Again, I, I can't quite tell. I'm looking through the, the ductwork. I'm looking through the the grate, but it looks like I've stumbled across some sort of some sort of religious ceremony. I, I can't tell what it is. It's a dark room just lit by candles, and there's who is, is that? Is that Tom Cruise? Oh my God, that's Tom Cruise. What are they doing? It's oh my God. They've some sort of a tentacle priest monster has emerged from the from the door. It's oh my gosh. You keep quiet. He's come out. He's he's putting some sort of amulet to Tom Cruise's head. And, oh my God. What's coming out of Tom Cruise's mouth? Jesus Christ! Oh my gosh! A spider has emerged forth from Tom Cruise. I think it is him. I think Tom Cruise has become the spider. Oh my God! Steady, priest. I can see it in his eyes. It's steady. It's David Miscavige. He's trying to turn Tom Cruise into some sort of a tentacle monster, but it doesn't seem to be working. The room is empty. Everyone's fleeing in panic. Oh my God! Oh my God! Focus. Pay attention to Tom Cruise. David Miscavige, the monster. Oh my God! It's terrifying. He doesn't see me. He's, it's just its just Tom Cruise in the room now. But he's a spider. And oh my god. Oh my god, I think he sees me. Oh my god! Ah! I'm running through the, through the exhaust. Trying to escape from Tom Cruise. I don't know. I can hear him back there. Can you hear him? He's destroying everything. He's laid waste. He's killed half of the Scientologists on the ship. They, they, they've tried to awaken him in some sort of experiment to create some sort of a, a, a super monster weapon out of him, but it's, it's backfired horribly. It makes me think of the burger I had at the International House of Burgers. It was supposed to be a, uh, a successful ploy to, to market the International House of Burgers as sandwiches, but everybody knows they're not particularly good. Everyone just goes there for the pancakes. Oh, oh my god, he's right behind me. Anyways, I think I've lost it. The burger was surprisingly okay for what it was. It was nothing special. It was nothing nearly as good as what you'd find at Top Notch, but it was mildly greasy. It was a little bit too greasy for my taste, but still not too greasy in general. You could still eat it. And the fact that you could get pancakes as a side is uh, not only tasty, but also ridiculous, which I thought was fun. Embraced everything people like about the oh, International House. Pancakes, burgers, pancakes, I don't know. He's caught one of the security forces for the Scientologists. Oh my god, it's hideous. He's, he's tearing his legs off. And he's managed to create a fire using some sort of magic, and he's, he's cooking it. Oh my god, it's horrible. Oh, he's over. He's, he's, he's not overcooking it, though. It looks like he's cooking it to a reasonable temperature, much like the burgers from the International House of Burgers. Uh, I had the Monster Burger, which is similar to Tom Cruise right now. It's, uh, it was two patties, but it was actually not too much. Monster Burger was probably a misnomer. It was more of a, a regular, just a double cheeseburger. And the French fries were okay. I would say, all in all, I would give it uh, a, a Seven out of ten, because it wasn't particularly good or bad, so it was really a C. And a, oh my God, he's, he's chasing me again! I'm, I'm trying to escape. I don't know what to do. I'm, oh my God, there it is—the command module. It's just right there on the other side of the room. If I can get in, if I can get around the Tom Cruise monster, I could get that command module. Oh, okay.
I should throw his legs down. He doesn't have very good vision. You can tell he's mostly just listening for me. I, I'm just trying to sneak around him. I'm almost there. I can see the command module. It's just outside of my grasp. It's just that flash drive. All I need is to grab it. Okay, I've got it. Got the command module. Now all I have to do is get back in. Oh my god, he's Holy shit! Oh my god, Tom Cruise is coming after me. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, you guys. I'm running as fast as I can, but he's just right on my heels. I managed to slide in through the grates. He can't quite grab me. He's reaching through. I can, can you hear him? He's fighting. It's just, oh, it's horrible. I've made it. Now all I have to do is get back to my single-seat fighter, get through those space pickets, and back to the HMS floater with the command module. But Tom Cruise is still out there. He can pop out of nowhere at any point and stop me from getting to my spaceship. Gonna have to navigate all the way through this Scientologist treasure trove of space extravaganza and adventure. And also, probably eat again in the International House of Burgers, because it wasn't that bad, and pancakes on the side with a burger is pretty fun. So I would say give it a shot, who cares? And that's our hot take from Charlie Cox of Powerhawk. Um, final thoughts on this one. Jesh? Four burger clucks. Four burger clucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> from the infamous chicken cow. Um, Luke? Uh, I give this uh, one burger with pancake bun and two dead roosters. And I'll give it th- four, four stars. Cool. <laughs> and I give Denny's 10 stars. Yeah, Denny's. <laughs> Denny's. Denny's. Does Denny's have chicken salad? We should check that yeah, out. Oh, should... I hope so. <laughs> I'll call up Denny himself. God, that'd be great. Excuse me, Denny. Uh, okay. That's our that's our review-ish thought on uh, IHOB. But more still coming this time. What There's do we got? a new installment of an old favorite, meaning just premiered in last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Another installment of our favorite game to play here on Chicken Salad Boys. This is something we like to call Brando. All right. uh, As you know, Brando's a game where I I bring one product, one type of snack food, and it's I bring two different brands in a bag, a mystery brown bag, and you're both gonna have to Taste that food. Tell me what it is, and then you're going to try and figure out which example is the true brand and which is the cheap knockoff brand. Oh. So, <laughs> shall we begin? God, yes. Yeah, yeah I'm down. Do we Both have- contestants, please close your eyes. I'm going to hand feed you these, these little snackaroos. All right, I'm going to get them reaching into my brown bag right now. It's so sketchy every time. <laughs> this is worse than that it's goddamn open wide. fish chips. What? Open what? up, open up. <coughs> <laughs> chew it, chew it up. Oh. Is this a cracker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What do you think that flavor is? Is it familiar at all? It's a saltine. It's a, it's a saltine or a knockoff saltine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got two varieties of saltines in the mystery bag today. We got one knockoff. I like how you fed it to us like it was the host of our Lord and Savior, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, it's weirder when he does this to me after the show is done. <laughs> Time for Brando number two. Open wide. <laughs> Every time Josh opens wide, he makes like grandma lips, like he has no teeth. <laughs> Taste the intricacies of the cracker. <laughs> really let it dissolve on your tongue. I do that because I'm a salad boy. Which one's saltier? Which one's drier? I'm going to say number two is saltier, number one is drier, number two is the saltine. Number one is saltine. You had, no, Josh says number one, yeah. saltine. Luke says number two, saltine. Yes. Luke, you are the correct I just winner. Had to be wrong. I'm the Brando? You're the Brando. <laughs> we had a uh, Nabisco Premium Original Saltines versus... Nice brand saltines. It's <laughs> called nice. Nice. Can I get another nice. one of those OG saltines? Yes. That was delightful. Please. Yeah, oh, she shit. got any soup? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. All right. All right. Well, it's time for us to have some soup uh, and saltines, so we're going to have to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening How to the show. Josh, it's because you only opened your mouth a quarter of an inch. That always happens when he feeds you. Um, so thank you so much for listening. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, chicken at chicken salad boys, chickens, chicken salad boys pod at gmail.com. Please email us any questions, concerns, or hot tips, uh, or suggestions for places you'd like us to try. So we love chicken salad. We love you.